Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, November 11th, 2022. So on this Veterans Day, did you do the crossword? I did. And was it a success? It was a tough little puzzle, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I made my way through it. But I, I thought it was a great puzzle. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of really interesting and clever clues. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of words that maybe haven't been in puzzles before. It could be. Like fantasy series mm-hmm. or dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Just some interesting, interesting clues. Yeah. And interesting answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I found it very enjoyable. And it was themeless. Yeah. As far as, I could, t- as, far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I had trouble, especially in the top left and bottom right. I, th- I was doing great uh, up until I ran into the top left. And I'm like, really? I'm just going to sort of die here. But I found that to be very difficult. Uh-huh. Um, things like... What in retrospect or are straightforward launch party question mark? And the answer was NASA. Yes. And I think I had trouble with that because I wasn't sure about four down, which uh, was the last A of NASA. Uh, chamber oriented so that those who face it also face Jerusalem. It was three letters, and I was thinking it might be ARC, but sometimes I'm too slow to put in a word. Uh-huh. And once I put in and I realized it's got to be NASA, it's, oh, that kind of launch. Mm -hmm. And then then that helped. But, you know, um, 15 across, higher bet. The only thing I could think of, it was four letters. I was thinking anti. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's related to betting. Yeah. But it was over, Uh which was, I guess, pretty obvious. Uh, The one you just mentioned, 25 across, um, set of books that may have an invented language, I went. F- I had it ending with ASY series after a long fight, so I decided it was an ecstasy series. Ecstasy series. I didn't know what that was, but it. <laughs> e- but ecstasy ended in ASY, so it met my criteria. Does it fit in there? E-X-S. No, no, no. E-C-S. Ecstasy. E-C-S-T-A-S-Y. It fits. It fits perfectly. Except for the fact that fantasy series makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out why would an ecstasy series have an invented language? Even if there was such a thing. Yeah, let alone <laughs> figure out what an ecstasy series really was. Uh-huh. Um, 28 across, milk source. It was five letters. I had it ending in ER. So I, I, I toyed around with the idea of Moore. Moo-er, M-O-O-E-R, uh-huh. n- not bothering about the fact that it isn't actually a word. Yes, it's not. But I thought you might call a cow a moor. <laughs> a moo-er, you have to pronounce it correctly, uh, I guess. I was raised on a farm, and I've never heard cows called mooers. Really? <laughs> really. I'm shocked. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you didn't go to one of, you weren't on one of those farms. Uh-huh. Two down. The correct answer was udder. Oh, thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you familiar with two down, the option for high temperature cooking avocado oil? Yes, I was. And you knew that like right off no, the bat? No, I didn't know right okay. off the bat, but I did know that that is an option for high temperature cooking. 
I had it ending in oil yes. and and sort of fought for enough letters. Fortunately, they gave us 21 across. I thought it was a relative gimme, environmentally friendly opening, uh-huh. eco. Right. And and that helped. Yes, definitely. Because that gave me enough um, to sort of figure out it must be avocado. And then I think I got over to fit out. Uh-huh, yeah. Fit in, but. Mm-hmm. Now, I put an ass in right away. So that, that helped me in that mm-hmm. corner. But one down. You bought it, it's yours. I put no returns. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be no refunds. Right. So I had a few letters that were not correct there. I I started off because I had no idea what to do with it. I had that E of eco. And so I thought the first word was going to be take. like, And then I had an NDS. And I was like, something like take it off my hands with a lot with several of those words not actually in the answer, <laughs> it was it like, off my <laughs> well, it was like, take hands. And <laughs> I bought it, it's yours. Take <laughs> hands. <laughs> yeah, well, I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might have said, shake hands. <laughs> anyway, I, 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 like I said, I was having a lot of trouble in that corner. And then eventually I got it. I, it was just sort of like, Wow, I'm through this corner. And then I went into the bottom right corner. So 45 across, which was in the middle of that area. Owls sound. Of course, an owl hoots. Yes. So I had H-O-O-T. So did I. And I didn't want to give up hoot for a long time. Uh-huh. But you had to. I had to mm-hmm. because... It was... Ooh. Yes, W-H-O-O. Yes. That was well done. Ooh. Yes. Um... Who needs sound effects? We have you. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, 38 down. No, I'm sorry. That was 36 down was blended style of facial makeup. Smoky eye. Smoky eye. Were you familiar with smoky yes, eye? Yes, I am. Really? Yes. See, I had no idea what was happening Once there. Once I got the eye, I knew, oh, it's got to be smoky eye. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did know that. Once I got the eye, I knew it ended in I. Yeah. <laughs> that's, as, that's as much as I knew. Uh-huh. Uh, but they gave Chef's Creation 30 across, and I went for Menu. Uh-huh. I think they've used a clue similar to that in the past. Perhaps, yes. And right beneath that, a 35 across, wraps that might have sauce on them was aprons. Yeah, I love that clue. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. But there, there were a few in that in that bottom right corner, just, you know, 41 across, MLB, All-Star, Anderson, Tim. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, uh, I had all sorts of things. And then, and then 57 across, I think that was even more of a challenge for me. Sportscaster Adams, who hosted Good Morning Football. So I had the middle letter as A. So I was thinking, well, maybe it's Dan. And then I decided it was a Y at the end. So then I was thinking maybe it's Ray, uh-huh. but it turned out to be K. That's right. Because uh-huh. K was needed for 31 down. Another great clue. Passwords. And that was no thank you. Yes. Great. That was. Great clue. Yeah. That, that um, you know, even when they put the question mark and they're sort of telling you, be careful, this is this is sort of a punny clue. Uh-huh. I, I sometimes go literal when I shouldn't. Uh-huh. Um, 50 across, film technique for revealing a character's psychological state, the dream sequence. That's right. I yeah. thought that was good. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, this... Uh, 
they had, oh, they had a 17 across was are awesome. The answer was rule. Uh-huh. And 18 across are awesome. And it was rock. That's right. That was that was cute and uh-huh. well done. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 59 across, that was, let's see, Hindi or Hebrew. And the answer was tongue. Right. Which, I'm not sure about the difference between a tongue and a language. Well, I don't think there is a difference. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Guess that answers that question. Well, or maybe maybe a tongue is related to a religion. Is there the, I mean, Hindi. Well, I don't know. No, I, I don't think that's right. Yeah, Hebrew, Hebrew, Hindi, is, Hebrew is related to Jewish religion maybe hindi's related to hindu religion but i don't i don't know no cuz i mean just cuz you speak hebrew doesn't mean you're jewish no that's right true. i mean um uh-huh but you know in the bible they talked about speaking in tongues but that just meant speaking in different languages mm-hmm. so maybe it's just a synonym well yeah maybe we may have to research that mhm um 53 down was was sort of a surprise well uh, maybe um Pennsylvania city or county. I just assumed since it was four letters long, it had to be Erie. Oh yeah, uh-huh. because that's the only city I know, uh-huh. and so I had to change many things from Erie to get to York. Uh, I'm sure, <laughs> like almost All, everything. No, everything. Every <laughs> single letter had to had to go. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I thought the ultimate clue was 38 across. Noun phrase that's present perfect indicative. And it was wish list. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was amazing. Noun phrase that's present, perfect, you know, like the perfect present would be on your wish list. So, you know, it's not really present, perfect, indicative at all. It's just that's, you know, your wish list is your perfect presence. So, yeah, I had no idea what the latter part of that clue meant. Well, you know, that's an English, English. Um, uh, it's a classification, tent. and I can't remember what present perfect indicative is. I want to think it's you know when the verb is like to something hmm. indicative. I think that I always thought that was meaning like to run or to jump or, but I don't remember pres- what pre- present perfect tense was. But it wasn't talking about that at all. It was talking about perfect present indicative of perfect presence would be a wish list. Yeah. <laughs> that that was that was very clever, very deep. <laughs> but this was by Brooke Husick and Erica Gard. Uh-huh. I saw those names and started to get nervous even before I started to do the crossword. Oh, no. But I looked at the grid and they didn't have a lot of those fifteen-letter answers. Uh-huh. So once again, the the crosses came to my rescue. Uh-huh. I noticed they had uh, twenty across. Um, writer blank Weijun Wang, and the answer was Esme. Uh-huh. And we had find that name and mesmerize a few days ago. That's right. Yeah. I noticed another interesting trend, just sort of looking back over the week. Monday, we had an answer of B in my bonnet. Tuesday, we had an answer of bees. And Thursday, we had an answer about a beekeeper named Bert. Oh, yeah. I think Bert Will bees. has bees on the brain. Well, he might. You know, we were thinking maybe it was insect week or something, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Be weak. If if we see honey in tomorrow's yeah, crossword, we'll know. We'll know for a fact. It's a trend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's it 
for the crossword. I do have a funny thing. Oh, though. yes, carry 20, on. 26 across. Uh, a true warrior, like blank, shows his strength in hot water. And I and I had the E and the A, and I thought, oh, P, like, <laughs> like a P from a peapod. Mm-hmm. You know, a true warrior, like shows his strength because I wanted that to be a P. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be a T and T is a much better uh, much better answer to that. But I thought, well, a P, maybe it gets stronger in hot water, but no. Yeah. Definitely T. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I think that was where, well, actually that still would have worked with ecstasy. Uh-huh. But, um, I was sort of working my way into that corner and got uh-huh. got T at some point. They also had Nola there, thirty three yep. across the Big Easy by another nickname. That's right. That's been showing up a lot. Yes, yes. All right, time for Fun Fact Friday. And uh, earlier this week, we had a clue, um, and it involved the uh, Ophiclide. And we weren't sure how to spell, pronounce, or do anything with Ophiclide. Uh-huh. It was the, what, the... Um, the, the, the predecessor, the predecessor of, of the tuba. Of, of, no, of the Ophiclide was the tuba. Yes, yes, correct. Not right. predecessor. What is it when it comes successor. to... Successor. Successor. Yep. To the Ophiclide, yes. Mm-hmm. So so here is... Here, Ophiclide, here are a few words about the uh, Ophiclide from Wikipedia. The Ophiclide is a family of conical bore keyed brass instruments invented in early 19th century France to extend the keyed bugle into the alto, bass, and contrabass regions. Of these, the bass Ophiclide in C or B flat took root over the course of the 19th century as the base of orchestral brass sections throughout Western Europe replacing the serpent and its later derivatives, the bass horn and basson russe. Its popularity proved short-lived, however. By the end of the 19th century, the Ophiclide had been largely superseded by early forms of the modern tuba. Aha. Yes. And the, uh, the instrument's name comes from the Greek words uh, ophis, which means serpent, and kleis, which means key, since it was conceived of as a serpent with keys. Whoa. Yes. And the Ophiclide was invented in 1817 and patented in 1821 by French instrument maker Jean-Hilaire Asté, operating as Hillary. I wonder <laughs> if it's any relation to uh, Hillary Clinton, as a set of instruments to extend the key bugle into lower registers. The patent originally included the alto or quintaclave built in six-foot F or E flat, and the bass off a Clyde in eight foot C or B flat. The alto was also a rare instrument, only appearing in military bands for a time before being superseded by valved instruments. Wow. A very rare contrabass in 12 foot F or E flat, sometimes known as the monstre. <laughs> <laughs> which like it's basically it's French for a monster was commissioned in 1834 for Mendelssohn's oratorio Elijah only three non-playable instruments survive in museums probably non-playable because no one can lift them 12 feet that's what it says 12 foot the- can you imagine <laughs> carrying that on the stage as the as the orchestra is walking in <laughs> 
I, w- I was thinking about, you know, after the concert, you have to go home on the bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're going to have yeah. to make sure it's empty before you get on. What does a case for that look like? Well, I can How tell many you. little snaps and, and handles does it have? I can tell you it's at least 12 feet long. <laughs> The only known playable instrument is a replica built in the 1960s by Californian instrument maker Rob Stewart. No relation. <laughs> Adolph Sachs built examples of a soprano ophicleide an octave above the bass in the 1840s, and playable replicas have also been built by Stewart. Wow. We have to go and find one of these. <laughs> yeah. I am going to become, I, I'm destined to become the only uh, Northeast Wisconsin off a Clyde player. Uh-huh. Um, that's going to be my goal. <laughs> yeah, I wonder where you could find one. Maybe some I don't know, but music museum or something. But uh, there is a picture in in Wikipedia: the complete family of off a Clydes, and <laughs> one of them is towering above uh, a a fireplace in the mantle above it. So uh-huh. pretty amazing. Wow. All right, that is it for today. Then. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Tomorrow's crossword will be coming out shortly, and we're going to be back to talk about that crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.